Wrigley's Spearmint Gum presents The Howard Miller Show. And now here with music on records is Howard Miller. Thank you very much, Eddie Joyce. Good morning, everyone, for Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum. And coming from the heart of the nation, right in the center of things, in downtown Chicago in our Wrigley building, this is Howard Miller speaking from our BBM studios to the combined facilities of all of our broadcast uh, stations, all of our affiliates of the great CBS chain. We've got a real interesting interview planned for you this morning with Miss June Christie, who, of course, you people know as being a great jazz singer, who was ushered in on uh, the Velvet Wings of Song by Mr. Stan Kenton. A little while later, we're going to meet June. I don't know whether or not you've been watching the World Series as avidly as we have for the last few days, but if you have, chances are you saw the same thing happen out in right field yesterday or out in center field that we saw. Mr. Duke Snyder reached into his back pants pocket and pulled out a piece of chewing gum. You could see him take the wrappers off of it and shove the wad into the mouth. Well, now, I have no way of knowing, of course, whether or not it was Wrigley Spearman chewing gum, but my guess would be that it probably was. Now, I say this for two reasons. First of all, among everyone, of course, Wrigley Spearman is acknowledged the number one best chew in all the world. But number two, it's important that they chew gum on a baseball field, as well you know, for a couple of reasons. And one of the main reasons, of course, is because it keeps down the tensions. And World Series time is a pretty exciting time for baseball players and for spectators alike. It's the sort of time when you've got to chew on something, and there's nothing better in all the world than Wrigley Spearman. So even though you're not out there in left or center or right field, and perhaps around your television set or radio listening... I suggest you relieve your tensions the same way, with the goodness and refreshing, delightful taste of Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum. There's nothing finer. I know that you'll like it. But you make certain it's Wrigley Spearmint because that's the best. Well, the other night, we went over to the Shea Puri here in Chicago and saw Sammy Davis Jr., as well you know. We took our tape recorder and we talked to Sammy and we also talked to June Christie, his supporting girl singer. My first question to June Christie was, June, am I wrong in thinking that you've changed your style a little bit from the jazz to the commercial? And she said... Well, Howard, I don't think that uh, that you're wrong necessarily. Actually, though, we're only doing maybe one number there that we wouldn't ordinarily do in a jazz club. But we're trying to present it in a sort of a different way. We've always felt that jazz could be accepted by everyone, providing it's, it's presented in the proper way. Yes. So we have it enhanced with some pretty big, powerful uh, band arrangements and uh, with some... Uh, uh, little things in between the songs that uh, we think perhaps might interest the audience. And so uh, I would like to think of it as just jazz enhanced a little bit. Yes. Digressing for just a moment, June, I'm I'm sure that uh, you will confirm my feeling that it was Mr. Kenton, probably more than anyone else, who boosted the stock of June Christie to the American oh, public. Definitely. And uh, from there, of course, you decided that uh, it was time for you to go out as a single. And since then, have you been working as a single? Yes. Uh -huh. Entirely? Not uh, consistently, Howard. Uh, every once in a while, I do go back with the Stan Kenton Orchestra. Actually, I go back uh, legally as a single uh, attraction or a single artist. I'm not uh, on the payroll of the orchestra. Yes. But uh, we have such a strong association that people just uh, sort of think of it as, a, as my going back with the band. And oh, there's no use confusing them any further. No, he's a wonderful <laughs> gentleman. Of course, I was terribly pleased to see that Capitol... Uh, decided that you should be a single performer on their record company and no longer necessarily be associated with a band of the sort of Mr. Kenton's. Now, I think your new record, which we're going to play a little bit later, is just a real exciting thing. How do you feel about approaching records, making them as a single performer as compared to being a band vocalist? Is it... Uh a problem now for you to choose material that you think is going to be acceptable? Well, naturally, it's more of a responsibility than I had before. Uh, with the orchestra, Stan usually decided what we were to record. And, of course, if it uh, if it was a big record, we were all real happy. And if it was a bad record, then the blame was on Stan's shoulders and not yes. mine. 
So it's a greater, a greater responsibility for me, but I find it a lot of fun, too, because that, too, is a challenge. Sure. Uh, Howard, we haven't had uh, any great successes in, uh, in single records with Capitol, but we've been very lucky with the uh, album that we have out called Something Cool. It's been out for about a year now, yes. which proves another point. I think that uh, uh, for about a year, uh, I tried very desperately to cooperate with Capitol in every way, and uh, we tried to do some more uh, commercial things than we're used to doing. And... Uh, we found that the people who are, are my people uh, just don't like it that way. Mm -hmm. So uh, when we finally did the album, we did the thing just exactly the way we would choose to do it, with uh, nothing but good uh, good orchestras, good songs, and good arrangements, and uh, we found that it was successful. So I think there must be some point yes. in there that uh, we can uh, learn something from. June, even among the group of people who probably don't understand jazz, and I'm... It will not put myself forward as being the greatest understander of the field of jazz music, uh, but I think all of us would have to agree that you jazz singers, you singers who primarily are interested in doing jazz tunes, are people, of course, who are blessed with a tremendous ability to sing. Now, tell me what would happen, and maybe this is a difficult question. What would happen if June Christie approached a piece of material like Tennessee Waltz? <clears throat> well, I think you'd have a, a clash that could be heard around the world, Howard. Uh, I can tell you this much. I, I don't know really where uh, I first began to uh, like jazz or to feel jazz or to have that kind of conception. It's been that way ever since I can remember, but... Uh, I didn't know it was there, and no one explained to me that it was a jazz conception. So when I first started singing, I worked with uh, commercial bands and uh, hotel bands around the country for a little while. And uh, it was a terrible clash, really. I didn't like to sing the songs, the tempo that they played them. I didn't like uh, the sounds that were coming from the orchestra behind me. Uh, I just d do not fit in that sort of a field. And so, of course, uh, as you mentioned earlier, when I was fortunate enough to join the Canton Orchestra, I felt like I was home, mm -hmm. you know, because we all felt and thought the same way about music. Well, have you ever gone into a studio and just been clowning around, uh, try to sing a, a waltz or try to sing <laughs> a slow, easy song and see how you'd feel doing it? Well, uh, actually, I think that uh, we do a lot of ballad work, and uh, I enjoy it very, very much, but it is still jazz ballads. Yes. Now, for example, uh, a ballad like Autumn Leaves, which we do at the Shea, is, is a wonderfully constructed song, and... Uh, I call it, uh, I think it's uh, probably in the field of jazz, whereas it's song uh, also slow, but uh, certainly not jazz, would be something like uh, uh, Hold My Hand or something, which is just not uh, a jazz song. It's not constructed that way. Yes. And I can sing on these, but I can't sing Hold My Hand. Mm -hmm. what will you, uh, where will you be going, uh, June, when you leave the Chaperie? Well, uh, we've had a very nice compliment thrown at us, Howard. Uh, uh, we go home for a couple of weeks, then I come back to the Shea for five days to... Uh, Headline the show, which oh, will be another challenge. Well, this is a new twist. I hadn't heard this. Is this story generally known now to the press? Well, I don't really know. Uh, I was a, I'm was an awful coward, Howard. If I didn't have a, a rather courageous manager, I'd probably still be singing in the, uh, a little joint in, in Hollywood. Uh, but he has great faith in me. Of course, any artist needs that. You cannot do it without yes. somebody believing in you. Of course. You. And uh, it will only be for five days. They had five days open. It will be a great chance for me to try to prove something. Well, so. I assure you that there must be four other people who had that same faith besides you, manager, the four wonderful bosses over there, because they always have to look to the payroll that they have to meet, and they're not going to do it unless they think that they've got an attraction that can bring in the people. Well, they have been awfully good to me. Uh, I think if they were the type of bosses who uh, were maybe uh, super critical, I probably wouldn't have had the courage to go through with this thing, but they have been very good to me. You'll do a wonderful job, June. Thank you so very much for being on our show today. We're going to um, take a little time out now and play your record, but I do want to thank you first. Thanks enough. You're most welcome. My pleasure, June Christie. A delightfully refreshing, young, and talented performer, Miss June Christie. Well, having finished the interview on our tape recorder, I think it's only fair now that we let you listen to June's great record that she made for Capitol called Kicks. Mm -hmm. 
It's somebody that eyes me, somebody that flies me, somebody that tries me that I like. It's somebody that spoils me, it's somebody that spoils me, it's somebody that spoils me that I like. Now they all admire my Puritan endeavor, never have I ever sinned. But if I decide I want to show attention, then I'll throw convention to the wind. It's somebody that thrills me, it's somebody that Choose me, it's somebody that kills me that clicks. And it has to be that way or else I don't get my kicks. Now they all will try to cherish me forever in their not so clever way. But it's hard to find the key to my ignition when my disposition Makes me say it's somebody that dares me, it's somebody that snares me, it's somebody that scares me that clicks. And it has to be that way or else I don't get my kicks. And it has to be that way or else I don't get my kicks. A capital record done by June Christie with a salute to Pete Ruglow, whose orchestra backs it up, and I think it was Pete who did the arrangement. Wonderful job. You know, if uh, you enjoy music, you know that it's interesting to listen to both types of music, both the ballad type, the commercial side of music, and then this particular side, which is the far-out-and-left-field jazz side. So we had a lot of fun talking to June, and I hope that you've had a lot of fun meeting her. As we said before, she's just a perfectly wonderful person. I hope that you'll get a chance to meet her when she plays your favorite community. Well, wherever your favorite community might be that you live in, I know that they have Wrigley Spearmint chewing gum because they have that all over the world. And I want you to try it, if you will, please. Wrigley Spearmint, there's nothing finer. This is Howard Miller promising you a lineup of some wonderful talent all this week on our regular show, so you make certain that you're with us every day. You check your newspaper for your local time. Until we see you later for Wrigley Spearmint, thanks for listening. Goodbye for now. You've just heard the Howard Miller Show with music on records brought to you from Chicago by Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Be sure and join Howard Miller tomorrow at this same time when his guests will be the McGuire Sisters from Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs>